0: Well, it's Friday and the weekend is about to hit. A lot of people will be out driving in violation of those stay-at-home orders. But, I want to talk today about the radar detector. Speed kills, or at least that's what they say. Police traffic enforcement officers have been ticketing speeders for as long as they realize that speeding tickets equal revenue. If they didn't have speeding tickets, a large chunk of their yearly income stream would simply disappear. For years, it was just one cop's opinion against yours, and if you went to court, there was a good possibility you'd get out of a ticket. Then, using simple mathematical equations of time versus distance, that is, miles per hour, police found various methods to actually time you as you drove your car. One method, the most ironclad in my opinion, is to have you enter a toll road and receive a toll ticket and on that toll ticket is marked the entry location and the time you entered. So you drive along and when you exit the toll road you present the toll ticket which is then time at the end point and that could be calculated against the time stamp of the beginning point considering distance between entry points and exit points would, voila, equal time over distance. If the calculation showed you drove too fast from point A to point B you would receive an on-the-spot fine along with your toll usage fee. Of course, not all roads are toll roads. And given the apparent lack of intelligence of toll takers shown in movies and sitcoms, along with the reported apathy of low-level government workers according to those same movies and sitcoms, the traffic jams caused by people trying to calculate speed and distance using this method would likely end it immediately. Of course, new computerized tolling systems may have a cure for that and that may be the wave of the future. Hello, Texas and Florida. Police helicopters are also used to track time over distance. You ever see that large white painted line across the interstate highway, followed by another large painted line a little ways up the road? Those lines are painted exactly one quarter of a mile apart so that a policeman in a helicopter can use his stopwatch to record your speed. Click on the stopwatch as your front bumper crosses the first line. Click off the stopwatch when your front bumper crosses the second line. A quick check of his calculation chart and the helicopter police officer can radio down to the road cop so that he can pull you over and give you your much deserved traffic ticket. But helicopters are expensive, fuel, pilots and the like. So fast forward to the current modern use of radar and laser. Radar guns were invented, and they send out a signal along a narrow back-and-forth beam at a specific radio frequency, let's say in the K band. That beam essentially is aimed at your vehicle, sends a reflected beam back to the radar gun, back and forth, back and forth, and then it electronically extrapolates the time between the beam out, the beam back, and the policeman can tell you just how fast you're going. Simple, right? Well, aside from numerous studies and experiments that show different angles, temperature, weather conditions, object reflection, electronic interference, use of other types of radios in the target vehicle, lack of calibration, lack of training, damaged equipment, vehicle color, and just plain police officer error, the radar is widely accepted anyway as an accurate witness of your horrendous crime of speeding. Radar manufacturers were not happy just selling one radar gun or even a fleet of radar guns to the police. No, they then concocted a plan. A devious, nefarious, ingenious revenue-generating plan to add to their bottom line. They invented the radar detector. They designed a receive-only device that the motoring public could use and purchase that would detect the frequency of a radar gun being used by the police so they could slow down just in the nick of time to avoid the speeding ticket. Genius. It wasn't illegal, of course, except in Virginia where it is. Because it was not jamming the radar, it was simply detecting it. So now, in their greed, radar Detector manufacturers, who in often times were also the radar manufacturers, could tell a police agency that someone has found a way to beat the cops by employing new radar detector technology in their cars. Police, wanting to not have egg on their faces, instructed the radar manufacturers to develop a different radar with a different frequency that couldn't be detected by those radar detectors, so they could resume writing tickets. The police departments then paid millions more to the radar companies and outfitted their cruisers with the new frequency radar guns, and that'll show John Q public, right? Not so much. Shortly after introducing second generation radars, let's say on the X band, to the police agencies, the radar producers and now other companies looking to get into this lucrative market developed new radar detectors. And the game goes on, and on, and on. And of course, as technology advances, so does price. More money, more money, more money for the radar manufacturers. More money, more money, more money for the radar detector manufacturers, who often again sometimes are one and the same. Now mom says, just go the speed limit and you won't get a ticket. But mom is retired. Mom is in no hurry to go anywhere. And mom doesn't drive fast, so I don't think her car is capable of speeding. Newer radar detectors also pick up on laser guns in case you didn't know it. Again, more money. But if you speed, like most of you do, it's probably still cheaper, less inconvenient, and less of a hassle than paying or fighting a traffic ticket. And as a side note, please don't drive in the left lane. First, it's illegal in many states. Second, it's just rude. Third, it causes accidents and road rage. Fourth, and most importantly, the left lane is my lane, so stay the hell out of it. If you need to get in the left lane, get in, pass the car with deliberance, and then get the hell out of my way. I have places to be. Obviously more than you, or you wouldn't be homesteading in my lane. There's always a benefit to stirring the pot, a benefit to all sides. One benefit is you might just learn something, like you did today about radars and radar detectors. Another benefit is that I may just learn something as well. The agitators, those who carry spoons for pot stirring, are the ones most likely to benefit from stirring those pots. Some people actually make their living and get their continuing rotating 15 minutes of fame by stirring the pot. In this series, I give you my opinion. I apologize if that opinion offends you, but it is my opinion. I have the right to it, and therefore, I retract nothing. It's up to you to either agree or to disagree, but remember in the end, when all is said and done, the truth hurts. If you stop and think about everything happening here in the good old U.S. of A., You might believe that there are only two sides to every story. Actually, there are many more sides. At last count, there were over 327 million sides to our American story. On this program, we'll take a look at different stories, from a different point of view. Mine. Hopefully, after listening, absorbing, and actually thinking about what you hear, it might just become your point of view as well. I'm Steve. And this is The Truth Hurts.